Hello, welcome to Life Coaching on the Move. I'm your host, Storm Fisk. Thank you for joining me today. Um, I am grateful. I know that there are so many other um, podcasts available and that you've chosen mine is just so humbling. Thank you very, very much. If it's helpful today, please do, as I always say, feel free to tell your friends, co-workers, whoever it is, about it if it's been helpful. There are many, many previous episodes that you can find in the catalogue um, of, of all sorts of uh, topics, goal setting, stress management, confidence, loads on confidence, anxiety, um, health and well-being, mental health, all of those sorts of um, topics, they're there, have a browse through and if one in particular talks to you then maybe it would help your friends and loved ones so feel free to put it on your social media and thank you in advance for that because it really truly is helpful for me. Thank you, I want to get the word out and help more people if possible so you're, you're your help in that is deeply appreciated. Um, today, we are talking about coping strategies and perhaps a better way of functioning for, for your own well-being. And that is, are you an absorber or are you an observer? And there are two big differences. Now, quite often, I don't know about you, quite often when we're in the middle of some kind of um, horribleness, somebody's having a real go at us or the, the your line manager's really had a dig and it's really upset you or a co-worker, colleague, perhaps somebody in the supermarket, perhaps somebody on the phone, or maybe even your kids or loved ones. Uh, when you're in the middle of a scene and it's getting horrible, upsetting, um, or you're getting angry or hurt, whatever it is, it's usually because at the root of it, we are absorbing it all. It's overwhelming us, it's hooking into us, it's dragging us down, it's affecting almost every cell in our body. Um, our heart starts racing, our hands get clammy, we get tearful, maybe get a lump in our throat, we can't swallow, or we get angry and we start shouting, we feel out of control and the heart's racing, etc, etc. It's a horrible, horrible feeling when we're in the middle of being attacked or in an argument or, or etc. And that's because we're absorbing the whole the whole scene, the whole scenario, all that's being said, all that we're thinking and feeling, that the whole thing is just completely taking us over. Um, or if if it's landing on our plate, if it's somebody else's issue, if our kids, teenagers bring all their upset, they've been really um, upset at school, so their friends had a real go at them or they were left out and isolated or the teacher or they failed, failed an exam or something. Um, you know, they're really upset, boyfriends split up with them, etc. We absorb that, don't we? Or they've got health issues or you're worried about their health or your husband or wife has just bought all their upset from work or whatever it is, poured it out on the, our, you know, poured their heart out to us, of course, a loved one, close one, a friend, but we soak up. It actually gets into us. It drags us down as well. We almost live it with them. That's because we really care. That's because we're really close to them. We want to fix it. We want to make it better. If it upsets them, it upsets us often. Um, and of course, even if it's not our thing and we're listening to the person we love most, it becomes our thing because we absorb it. 
We absorb our children's upset and pain. It, if somebody attacks our children um, verbally or uh, rejects them or whatever, it's as if we've we have been too. It kicks us in the stomach, etc. If your if our child isn't invited to that party at school, yet the rest of the class are, that really upsets us as well. Um, so, or you know, we live it, we take it on board, we carry it. We want to fix it. We want to make it right because we've absorbed it. However, what makes me or a coach or a therapist so powerful? when someone's really upset or really struggling in life and needs some coping skills, need to talk to somebody, therapy, coaching, whatever it is. What makes that stranger, that independent, unconnected person so powerful and useful is the very fact that they haven't and don't absorb it. They stay distant from it, impartial, disconnected in a good way. They're able to look at it rationally from um, a disconnected viewpoint, ask the right questions, etc. And that can help the client, hugely help the client because of the impartiality, because of the lack of investment. They haven't got the same emotional investment as perhaps their mum or their dad or their best friend or their husband or wife. Um, And... That is true, though, for all of us. We can be a great, great shoulder to cry on to our best friend or to our partner or our our children or siblings or whoever it is by being impartial. And we can endeavour to do that by instead of absorbing, and I know it's it's caring and it's because you care, but it's not that helpful. It's not helpful for you and your well-being. It's not actually that helpful for them either. The The... A better approach, perhaps, for all concerned is that you take a much more observing stance. So instead of absorbing it, it's observing and being curious and mindful and aware. So let me give you an example. If it's somebody having a go at you, if it's your boss really, really laying into you or somebody in the shop or a driver on the on the road really sitting on their horn and giving you all sorts of signs and, um, you know, aggression instead of letting that wash over you soak you soak it all up you live it and it it, it overwhelms you instead of that almost say in fact do say gosh I wonder what's caused them to get so triggered I notice these sort of lines lead in lines I'm noticing that they've lost it totally, they're, they're being completely irrational. I wonder what's at the root of that. I wonder what's caused them to be highly emotional today. I wonder what's triggered them, etc. If you can do that, it stops it penetrating you, overwhelming you, affecting you. Um, equally, if it's you that's in the middle of it, if it's you being really upset, um, you know, you're in the middle of an argument with your partner or the kids or whatever, and you're all affected and you're, you're, you're ranting, etc. Notice your emotions, notice your reactions, observe those too. Um, I notice that I'm really upset today. I notice I'm particularly angry today. I, I notice that I'm impatient today. I wonder what's at the root of that. Per- did I sleep very well last night? Have I eaten properly today? Am I exhausted? Am I going down with the the, the latest flu bug? Um, 
have I overwhelmed? Am I, have I got too much on my plate, et cetera, et cetera. If you can take a much more observational stance, distance yourself from the emotion, it's what we call being associated with something or disassociated. If you can disassociate, break away, distance yourself, almost take a third person view of that scenario that you're in or the scenario you're observing in somebody else. And um, distance yourself from it and observe, hmm, my children are really, really uh, upset today or um, playing up today or a little bit, you know, um, down, um, moody, tearful, whatever it is, or my partner seems to be worried about something. I'm noticing they're not themselves. And you can almost, you can literally use those words, actually. I'm noticing that you're not yourself today. I notice you're a bit down today. I notice you seem a little bit um, tearful today. What's going on? That can help them. It can help you. You then can be a much more impartial support for them. Um, You can get, you know, you, you can become the coach, as it were, rather than try and fix it, mend it, get dragged down as well. And then you're upset, then you're not sleeping, then you're not eating well, etc. And it affects your work, your health, your well-being. We're no good when we do that. That That's going to lead um, nowhere really other than negative places. If you can stay well, if you can stay strong and still sleep and distance yourself from it, you are in a much, much better place to be able to, in the end, help them, support them and stand by them. Um, so the sorts of words you need to be saying in your head are, hmm, that's curious. They seem to be this, this and this. I wonder why. I wonder, they don't normally react this way. I wonder what's going on for them. That stops it hooking into you and overwhelming you. You've immediately separated from it and taken a different view. Um, If it's yourself, even if you can't do it in the moment when you're highly emotional, soon after when that quickly fades, quickly begins to calm down, you can then reflect I noticed that I got really triggered with or I noticed that I lost it because I noticed that I I, I don't like what I said. I'm not sure how I reacted was helpful. How else could I have reacted? What else could I have said? What caused that? What was going on for me? What, What and why did I behave or react or feel that way today? where I wouldn't normally? Or is there a pattern? Have I been doing that a lot lately? It's also worth, I would highly recommend, that you um, record that um, down. What what are your insights? Record them down, write them down uh, on your phone or in your book. What have you learned from that? I'm noticing that uh, when I... (laughs) I was going to say when it's a full moon, some people believe in that, some people don't. But when I haven't eaten, when I'm hormonal or when I haven't slept well, then I'm much more likely to do this, this and this. And that causes that, that and that. And I need to nip that in the bud. I need to put sleep as my priority. or I need to put good nutrition much more ahead of where it's been previously. Or I need to do some calming techniques and some more relaxation, yoga, um, breathing, breath techniques, etc., because I don't like myself when I react this way and that way. It's affecting my relationship or it's affecting my parenting skills or it's affecting my my um, performance at work, whatever it is. So take a much bigger picture. 
I've said so many times on this podcast that half the battle, half uh, the work that we need to do and half the success that we get will be all dependent on self-awareness. We can't change anything if it's in our blind spot. So we need to shine some light on it. We need to reflect and learn and see it as a great opportunity to learn and make changes. Uh, Change what isn't working, do more of what is working, expand it and grow it. That's what personal growth is all about. That's what progress is all about. Learning what what prototypes we make that don't work, we can make the better, uh, more accurate, more uh, precise and efficient prototype by learning from our mistakes. So shine some light on it, notice what's not working, what's at the root of it. And you can only do that by stepping out of it and getting away from the emotion, stop absorbing it, stop carrying it, living it, taking it on board, owning it, step away, become curious, become a silent observer, um, register what you spot, notice the patterns, find the patterns, find the triggers, find the root and then make changes. Um, So you can definitely, definitely do that. You're almost coaching yourself there and becoming a coach to your loved ones uh, rather than a fixer and a pleaser. That doesn't work in the long run. It just will end up making, either damaging your relationship or damaging your well-being um, and causing you anxiety and that's not good for anybody. So good luck with that. Now, um, all that is to say really is to encourage you to do that for the next week or two. Practice, 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 shine that light, um, increase your self-awareness. Please do drop me an email if you discover anything or you find anything that works. Um, I love hearing from people. Um, when I get emails from listeners, uh, it makes my day. So drop me a line, dawn at milestone-coaching.co.uk. Also, feel free to visit the website. There's lots going on there as usual. The the main one is the next seven-week life skills and confidence workshop, which starts early March, I think. I'm just coming to the end of one group of young teens. Um, a, a great group. We're making great progress. And the next one, I think, starts in about three weeks. So if you have a teenager in your life that you feel could benefit from some life skills, some coping strategies, some techniques, etc., then have a look at the seven-week life skills and confidence program for teenagers or have a look at the page about coaching for young people, either one-to-one coaching or that group coaching program or the downloadable version, the eight-module one, which is um, open and appropriate for 12 years and above all the way through to retirement. So if yours could do with some coping strategies or some techniques um, in your life, uh, then have a look. Once you've downloaded that program, you can do it as often as you like at your own pace. Your, your kids, your teenagers, loved ones, it's yours on your PC. So the family could do it. <laughs> um, and you can repeat it as well, or they can too. There's also the advanced stress management program on there that's downloadable under the online tab. Um, and a shorter three-week, a three-module time management for um, busy people 
there's all sorts on there actually look at the online programs look at the coaching for teenagers young people uh, tab look at the adult coaching one-to-one you can contact me through the website there's so much going on sign up for the blog or sign up for the newsletter as well so have a great couple of weeks Uh, enjoy what you learn keep going with the personal growth Uh, it's definitely the right direction to go in rather than get stuck just repeating the same old, same old. You're only going to get the same results. Have a good time, stay in touch and take care.